Now, last week, as I mentioned, I put up on my Instagram story just the shock of the rising food prices and how for a family of three, we were averaging whatever, you know, 80 a week or something like that without the fancy stuff, the fancy cheeses, the booze or anything like that. And it's just gone up and up and up and up. And loads of people suggested that I follow Ruth Whelan, a.k.a. Mrs. Hawkins House on Instagram uh, for life-changing budgeting tips. And she joins us now on Weekend Breakfast. Ruth, how are you? Good morning. Life-changing. Life-changing. Altering. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Ruth, before we get into the nitty-gritty of it, and I really am confident that you're going to have information that people will seriously benefit from, can you just tell us a bit about yourself and how you started your account? Um, I started during the pandemic, actually, and it was probably just to keep sane, to be perfectly honest with you, and (laughs) just to to be able to interact with other people outside of the house without a mask. (laughs) So um, it was a bit of fun in in the beginning, but I had done a note spend year about two years previously, and I had wanted to talk about money online, Mm -hmm. but I was really embarrassed, so I didn't. Um, And then I discovered all of these ladies um, in Ireland that were doing, uh, talking about money, etc., and paying off debt in Ireland on on Instagram, and I thought, oh, well, if they're doing it, I'll do it too. So that's how it all started. Yeah, and I mean, it's a massive tool for everybody to use, you know, Instagram and and connect with different people and, you know, benefit from that information, that shared information. So you made, you know, you made changes in your spending and in the process were able to save quite a bit. And what's sort of the first things that you did to tackle your spending? The first thing I did actually was um, a really deep analysis of my money, right? Um, which sounds very kind of business-like and organized. It really wasn't. It was a notebook and it was a pen and it was a, an OS moment of yeah. I have to sort my money out because I have debt, I have a car that's breaking down, I do not want to get another car loan mm. and I need to get myself out of this situation. So I took a look at my annual income, I took a look at my annual expenditure, I put it all together in a notebook and realised that there was maybe a window for me to be able to make a change but I would have to be, basically I would have to spend no money for one year except what I had to spend and I could potentially pay off the debt which was 10 grand. I didn't realise I had 10 grand of debt, I wow. had a little bit of debt here, I had a little bit of debt there. You know the way we justify debt, like well it's for a car loan so it's not really a debt. But I know if you, but it is. If you owe it is a debt you have to pay it back and it's it's your responsibility and it's on your shoulders and nobody's going to come and do it for you. And I had that kind of moment, it was like nobody's coming. Yeah. <laughs> I need to fix this. So that's what I did and I realised that if I made some major changes um, and quit spending, I could find the money. Now, I didn't think I had 10 grand spare, yeah. but I thought maybe I could do half of it in a year. But as the momentum grew, as I found things to sell around the house, as I cut my budget back by That's 50%, remarkable. I did. But Ruth, yeah. I think I noticed it most in, say, lockdown in March, April, May of 2020. And we weren't mm-hmm. going anywhere. We weren't doing anything. I was like, oh, God, mm-hmm. like the amount that I spend because I happen to work in town or, you know, you're picking up a lunch or a coffee or something like that, which are nice things that you should be treating yourself to from time to time. But Absolutely. I realized how much I actually had at the end of each month that had just been gone during you know normal times so tell us about you know on your blog which is absolutely so it's a wonderful resource tell us about some of your top tips on budgeting for beginners budgeting for beginners i would say do a spending analysis like you just said you realized that 
suddenly there was this money at the end of the month. Do that consciously now because it's busy again and yeah. see, where the, see where the leaks are. And I think people are feeling the squeeze now because where there might have been some money left at the end of the month, it's now paying for your heating and your diesel and your food. Mm. So do a really deep spending analysis. And I know that sounds really boring, but just get a notebook and a pen and every single time that you spend money, write it down. Don't fool yourself. Don't think, justify. Don't don't attach any emotion or function or reason to why you spent the money. It doesn't matter. You do deserve to go for lunch. You do deserve to go and do do some shopping. You certainly do. But the point is, we just need to do the math. Yeah. Write down the numbers and see where the money is going. Then categorize it out and decide where what you're going to pri- prioritize. Get your highlighters. I like the pretty stationery. Get the highlighters. <laughs> and, and go and for if it. If something is not a priority, then maybe that bumps down the list and maybe you can put some money to paying off debt or building an emergency Absolutely. Like so yeah. Ruth, the reason why you're on is, as I said, on Instagram, I was bemoaning the cost of food and uh, mm. noticing a massive increase in the last number of months. Like Because I think a lot of people, would they go to the same places every week, they kind of have similar shopping lists every week. So that's when you really mm. notice the jump. But you've got, and now you're saying that it's gone up as well, but you posted mm. 28 meals for 15 euro per person per week and how doable mm-hmm. it was to manage around that budget. Well, it would be, I, I suppose I would say about a budget like that, it's either you're really for money or you have a really compelling money goal that you're working towards. I wouldn't call it an ultimate meal plan, yeah. but it certainly has fruit and vegetables in there and it certainly would keep you full and happy, but you wouldn't do it forever. But okay. just to prove the point that if you were stuck, you could do it. But it's worth pointing out that I wrote that in, at the beginning of April when it was fourteen ninety five, and last night when I checked it, it was sixteen sixty seven. So even that's and gone so up, on yeah. On a tiny little budget, that's a big increase. You know, percentage increase, that's huge. And it's not a budget that you, or food budget or meal plan that you'd want to be eating every week. So it's right, okay. uh, unrealistic in that sense. So if you if you put that across an entire family and increase the price, well, then you can see actually how, it's gone up. how much food so has gone up. So how yeah. should we approach growth? Like I'm awful for writing lists. I just go in and go, oh, that looks nice. I don't forward plan anything. And, I, you know, even in the last few weeks, because of the increase, I'm like, okay, maybe I should think about the next three dinners and what we're going to use for that. So, like, what are your kind of top tips for approaching that? Because your Instagram account in particular is very inspiring for, you know, people going in and going, this approach shopping this way and it does benefit. It definitely does. Yeah, I suppose you've probably answered the question there with the list and the plan. That's what all of all of the pages will tell you the same thing. Write a shopping list and a meal plan. But I think the, the, the uh, order in which you do it helps. So if uh, you have food in your kitchen today and you're facing the next week and you're thinking, how am I going to pay for all of this food and bills? Do an inventory of your kitchen. Again, I know it sounds really boring. Do this for one month and it will Mm -hmm. change everything for you. Do an inventory of your kitchen down to your condiments and your spices. And then from that point onwards, make a meal plan. Look at the things that need to be used up first and put those on your meal plan for this week. And then write a grocery list. What do you need to supplement the meal plan with uh, the things that you have already at home? Also, if things are really tight and you really need to focus, I used to do this during the no spend year. On Wednesday night, because I used to shop on a Thursday, I would sit down and I would go on to different websites that would give me the price of the food, whatever websites you could use to do online shopping at that right. time. And I would literally price my shopping list. And wow. I would know the price of my shopping before I actually went to the shop and I would buy nothing except what was on the list. Literally nothing. Um, and I did that for the full year. But mm. I have to say it probably took me 
a couple of months of doing that. To get into the habit. And it was horrible. Like, I didn't like doing it, but after a couple of months, I was like, okay, actually, I can really do this. And it it became routine and habit after that. And I didn't have to do it after a length of time. I would say one thing about tracking the price of the food at the moment, that's all gone out the window. You do have to track the prices of food. You have to keep an eye. You have to look Mm -hmm. around for your special offers. If you've got somebody who's lactose intolerant, for example, or needs plant milk, you need to keep an eye on the best prices for things like that, for example. Well, I mean, it is, as you say, it's a lot of legwork at the beginning, but once you get into the habit, it does work. And I, I do really think that, you know, your tips on Instagram, your Mrs. Hawkins house. And give us your blog address again, Ruth. It's MrsHawkinsHouse.com. Okay. I, yeah. You've got YouTube as well. And I really mm-hmm. do think that you've certainly picked out things like like what you're saying. Like, I, I'm a devil for going to the shop and then kind of coming back with the exact same things that are currently in the fridge because I didn't yeah. bother to open up the fridge before I went shopping. <laughs> and then I do end up, and I hate food waste. I really, really do. <clears throat> so just even that, I'm like, okay, sometimes it just needs to be said to you for you to put it into practice. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think it's absolutely brilliant. I think you're going to get a great reaction. And I definitely can't encourage people enough to follow you on Instagram. Instagram. And Ruth, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thanks, Alison. I really enjoyed it. Weekend Breakfast with Alison Curtis. Playing the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today.